Welcome to the Associates Corner, the project where our mission is to empower you with tools, ideas, and strategies to elevate your associateship and your career. Join us. Let's get started. Hey guys, just a little note before we jump into the main content of today's podcast. Uh, at the start of the show, you'll hear me talking about Happy New Year, start of the new year. I know we're a little bit past that. Uh, sure enough, I guess, cat's out of the bag that we do record these ahead of time. Uh, but we're, be, we're excited to be bringing you uh, this show today. So just a little context that we still do hope you're having a great start to the year, although it's probably about a month old now. Uh, hope 2021 is going well for you. Just wanted to give you that context. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Associates Corner. Thanks so much for joining us. It's Catherine here. I hope you had a really great holiday. Uh, nice start to the new year. 2021 is here. If you did take some time out of the office during the holiday, I hope getting back is is going well for you and that you're having a great start to the new year. Thanks for joining us today. We're excited to be bringing you uh, content in terms of some interviews this year, some thoughts from both myself and my co-associate David, and also some idea conversations about how to become the best associate you can and how to really elevate your career along the way. Before we jump into today's main topic, uh, I do want to take a little bit of time here to go ahead and jump into a clinical topic. As we're growing in our careers, certainly continuing to always learn clinical skills is at the fore of everything we do. So I'll jump in and let you know about something I've been really considering in my communication with patients. A picture can be worth a thousand words. We use intraoral cameras in the office I'm in, and I, I am amazed at what a benefit being able to show a patient a photo of a tooth we're talking about, or even a photo of, you know, a before and after can help a patient understand the change that's happened, the amount of function and structure restored during a restorative process. Using an intraoral camera gives patients a view of teeth that they've probably never seen before. And it can be such a wonderful adjunct as you're talking to patients about care, about a restorative process, or even starting that co-diagnosis process. So clinical pearl I would offer is don't hesitate to use some intraoral uh, photos during your care. Certainly, you know, using them during exams can be helpful. For an example of somewhere where I really wasn't expecting a clinical intraoral photo to help, but it made a big difference, I had a patient who was a little bit apprehensive because they needed their first root canal on a tooth. And it was pretty neat because once I got the chamber all clean and it accessed the canals, you know, that's a view of the tooth that patients really never see. And it was, it was a second molar, and so, you know, um, multiple canals, and I was explaining to the patient, you know, what was going on in terms of process of the root canal. And I asked, I said, do you want to see a picture of the inside of your tooth once we're all done? 
And he said, yeah, yeah, I would. So in taking that simple intraoral, intraoperative picture, he gained a lot of benefit. And of course, always ask your patient. Some patients really maybe... uh, either if they have a phobia of um, dental procedures, maybe that's not up their alley, but using intraoral photos for co-diagnosis can be, can be really wonderful. So jumping into our main topic for today, a little bit different from maybe true tool application to an associateship, but part of having an elevated associateship, a jumpstart to your career that is meaningful and is an effective springboard uh, means showing up as your, it sounds a little trite, but as your best self, knowing the mindset that you're sitting down in an operatory with, knowing the mindset that you're approaching your team with, and knowing the mindset that you have going into your career To look at that today, I'm actually going to explore kind of a a fable, a parable that uh, I heard along the way, and I I truly cannot remember the first time I heard this, but I've actually heard it told two different ways, which we'll talk about, and I'm interested in the takeaways from both. You may have heard this before, but I'll be interested to talk about it and and hear your views on it. Please uh, join our conversation both on Instagram or feel free to email us at theassociatescorner at gmail.com. Without further ado, the fable of the three bricklayers. So transport yourself back in time where a traveler comes to a small town and in the city square, he sees an area of construction and Three people are laying bricks down in what looks like is going to be a very large building. And the traveler sees three people working pretty diligently, and and he's curious what's going on. And so he approaches the first, and he says, well, what are you doing here today? What what are you doing? And that bricklayer looks at him and says, I'm laying bricks. And the traveler understands, and so he moves to the second bricklayer, and he says, excuse me, sir, what what are you doing? What are you doing here in this city square? And the second bricklayer says, well, I'm making a wall. And the traveler has a little bit more information at this point. He goes to the third bricklayer, and he says, excuse me, can you can you explain to me what what are you doing here in the center of the city? And the third bricklayer explains, well, I'm building a cathedral. Same process, three people, three different answers. And ultimately, their three different answers are pointing to three different attitudes that we could pretty directly apply to any career field, um, any job even, and I'll, I'll go into that a little bit later. So that first bricklayer who said, you know, I'm, I'm laying bricks, that's what I'm doing. Ultimately, he's approaching that task as a job. He has a job to do. What he needs to do is put one brick down, pick up another, get some more mortar, and put another brick down. That's the extent that he sees his role there. He's laying bricks. And that's fine. He will get that job done. He will lay bricks one after the other. But when that traveler talked to the second bricklayer and said, what are you doing? And he answered, making a wall, we're seeing a little bit of a deeper, a deeper meaning there. He's seeing a hole. He's seeing, not H-O-L-E, a W-H-O-L-E. He's seeing how his brick 
is contributing to something bigger. To a point. Because when we talk to that third bricklayer, and he notes that he's building a cathedral, not just making a wall, that third bricklayer has connected to the real purpose behind why these three people are working so diligently, that that individual brick that he has in his hand is part of something larger, that without that brick he puts down, and if that brick is less than perfectly placed, that cathedral is affected. So it's a pretty direct comparison to how we can approach a job. Uh, You know, dentistry is technical. Uh, We are in some ways a technical trade profession. We need to know how to use our hands to accomplish the task, how to cut a cavity prep, how to use our restorative materials, that's, that's all true, and we need to do that job. When we start to think about, well, I restore teeth. I, that's what I do. I'm a, I'm a restorative dentist. I diagnose and treat tooth disease and disease of the mouth. That's the career, right? That makes me a dentist. That makes me something bigger than a drill and fill thought, you know, it's to, okay, now I've got, I've got a position in this career field. I've got a profession that I'm a part of. I am addressing disease of the oral cavity. But when we start to think about purpose and we transpose what that third bricklayer communicated to our role as dentists, that's where we jump into that that motor behind why we do what we do. And being able to connect to that larger idea of I'm affecting health I'm communicating ideas about how to live a healthier life. I'm promoting the welfare of my patients so that they can experience more birthdays. They can smile in a way that makes them feel confident. They can have function. They can restore function, which can improve their diet, which can reduce dependency on other needs for medications. When we see the mouth as a window to the full person, to the full body, when we get to know our patients and we say, I am helping Mr. Jones so that he can smile again with uh, implant-retained prosthetics and no longer feels like he can't participate in activities he once did. That's purpose. That's understanding what cathedral we're building as dentists. Now, I mentioned earlier at the start that I've heard this fable told two different ways. So that includes that first portion of the fable, right? Or, or that first telling of the fable. So the traveler comes, there are three bricklayers, like, cool. We, we see those three different ways to approach a task or a job and ultimately a career. But another way I've heard it told that I think can be also very informative and thought-provoking is as follows. There's a town and the townspeople are generally uninterrupted in their day-to-day activities. There are tradespeople, there are merchants, there are farmers, and they go about their day-to-day business without interruption. A schoolboy is walking by city center and he sees tradesmen at work laying bricks. He notices that one of the bricklayers has a smile on his face and is whistling while he works. The schoolboy doesn't give it much thought, and he walks by and continues on his way. 
Day after day, the schoolboy notices the same bricklayer who seems to have a little smile on his face. Sometimes he's whistling. Sometimes he's sweating in the sun. In the winter, he's all bundled up. But he always has a sense about him as the schoolboy passes that that bricklayer seems to be smiling a little bit. So one day, after weeks of passing this bricklayer, the schoolboy stops him and says, Sir, what are you doing? Why, why, are, why do I always see you smiling here at city center where you're doing your work? And the bricklayer says, well, it's because I'm getting to build a cathedral. Every day I come and I get to build a cathedral. And the schoolboy said, but you may never see the final product. You may never get to be the person to put the last brick on this giant cathedral. How could you smile about that? And the bricklayer looks at the schoolboy and says, well, because don't you see, all I need to do is lay my next brick. So that telling of the fable is a little bit different. There's only one bricklayer in that that the schoolboy is curious about. And I think that this really applies with how we can enter our operatory as dentists. We need both sides of the perspective. We need to be able to break tasks down into small component parts because the task of dentistry can become overwhelming. I think for a lot of patients who delay or don't seek care, some of that may be due to fear. Dental phobias are are very real. But at the same point, I think some of it is due to the how large a project can seem at the outset of a treatment plan. And as dentists, when we look at something as big as maybe a very large treatment plan or zooming out even further, looking at our career to say, okay, I'm done with school. Well, I I want to learn better digital dentistry. I want to increase my surgical skills. I want to be placing implants one day. I have a vision of the team I want to facilitate in my clinical staff. Those Those ideas are very important and they can seem overwhelming to the point of, you know, what some people call analysis paralysis, not moving forward. And so we also have to be able to break that huge task down and say, right, I am building a career. I am going to change oral health status for my patients. I am going to positively affect my team members and build a cohesive, highly functioning team. And today, what I need to do is focus with my full brain and my full presence at the task at hand. And maybe that task at hand is doing the very best hygiene check you can in that moment. Or maybe that even smaller task at hand is figuring out the very best isolation to get the very best scan of the tooth you're working on. And that small focus will take you to your next step and your next step and your next step. And sometimes when that task at hand is becoming something that is incredibly trying or is something that we're starting to become redundant in in seeing, we need to zoom back out and say, this is part of my larger whole. This is part of my greater goal. 
And not only that, this is an important part and I need to bring my full self to it. So hopefully those two, those two tellings of the fable can give you a little bit to reflect on. Certainly, I think there's a lot of application to dentistry. I gave you my immediate interpretation of it, but it's something that I like to think about over time. If you do have any thoughts or want to contribute to our conversation, like I said, please do visit us uh, at our Instagram page or at theassociatescorner.com. Our website's always up with a blog as well. I hope everyone is having a great start to 2021. Like we said, we're really excited about what we're going to be offering in the coming year. Uh, We look forward to hearing from you. Keep the patient first. Everything else really does work out after that. And have a great week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.